Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Spencer wants to know. Spencer wants to know the show. Eli wants to know is brought to you by Spenny Getting Better. Spenny Getting Better? That's me. I'm Spenny. And uh, this episode is all about Spenny Getting Better. So I guess a big update last episode. You were in the hospital. Guess what? <laughs> I'm not anymore. <laughs> you got out five days ago, six days ago? Mm-hmm. My mom, I think, truly helped me. Yeah, so you, you got discharged and then you stayed at your mom's I, for... I'm kind of like, I'm like grimacing <laughs> because what I mean is, you know, I'm 25 now, but I, I still let my mom speak for me in many ways, and she's good at pushing for things, and I kind of wanted to be out of the hospital. Oh, and the doctor was talking to see if they would discharge you. She was there talking as well? Yeah, I okay. put her on speakerphone. Oh, so she sweet-talked the doctor and got you yeah. Sweet-talked. But you were feeling better. I was feeling better, and yeah. I, I, just, I just felt like I needed to come back to my life. Anyways, so this episode is all about spending getting better. What does that mean? It means we are going to explore time, a time in my life where I wasn't doing well and perhaps how I started to get better. And then later I'm going to test you on one of the treatments that is uh, supposedly the most helpful for BPD, which is what I have. So we're going to talk about DBT, yes. which is dialectical behavioral therapy. You already got question one right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, before all that, I believe there's a story you'd like to share. Yeah, I don't know how it connects to anything. But, uh, you know, I've been rooting for you to get better and hoping you get better. And it's been a while. It's been a long, long major depression, I guess, weeks long, months long. Uh, and this was kind of like a sign from the universe. Anyways, I was, I was uh, headed home from work. Got off the subway at College Station, and people are lining up to take the escalator up from the platform to surface level. Can I interrupt for one second? Y- yes. Uh, you've been, I you've been on the lookout for signs. I feel like every other day you're like, I saw a sign. Yes. And today was the first time I went. I saw a sign. What sign did you see? <laughs> I saw a U-Haul bus, and then on the ground, a paper that said, that wasn't related to the U-Haul bus on the other side of this sidewalk you wanting to move <laughs> you didn't tell me this yeah but then what i because i've been thinking about moving but then i took the question mark i was like the question mark is very important because the question mark doesn't mean that it's necessarily a yes yet and i went i'm gonna hold on to the question mark as the sign mm. as in it's not a definitive you you are moving it's a the question mark, mark is the is, sign. Yeah, but even though I really think uh, the sign was get out of here. Yeah, well, you are trying to get a lot of things back in order after like your stay in the hospital and everything. Yeah, I'm trying to hop, skip, and a jump. So you're trying. You sometimes trying to fix everything all at once. Yeah. But maybe you need to focus on some things, and then moving could be something when other things have settled down. Yeah. We could talk about. Yeah, and also I slept a lot today. 
Yeah. And I still want to sleep. Yeah, you had like a five-hour nap, and uh, we just... It's 11.47 p.m. We're recording this. I just... I had to wake Spencer up and beg her to do this. And it's on my goal is to be more positive, have a good attitude while recording, so... Yes, you could be sleepy because of the medication you're on. Or yesterday we did walk around for a solid, you know, ten hours. And we saw in the sun. we saw we the Northman. We saw the Northman at the Fox Theater in the beaches. It was Some fun. fiery men. Yeah, uh, I guess it's a spoiler, so I won't say it. <laughs> okay. But you do see a lot of butts, men's butts. Which I'm okay with. Me too. I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, speaking of butts, I clogged the toilet. Uh, yeah, the toilet clogged and it couldn't, uh... And we made foamy poo. Uh, yeah, it took a long time. I was plunging it, plunging it, it wouldn't go down. So then I was like, I'll go buy Drano. But then when I got home, I read the Drano bottle and said, do not use in toilets. Apparently you're not supposed to use Drano in toilets, just in sinks and bathtubs, I guess. Drano! But then I looked up a solution where you, you pour some, some dish cleaning liquid... Pour some dish cleaning liquid... Down the toilet, liquid. followed by, like, hot a gallon water. of hot water. And that helped that helped yeah. a lot actually but it did the first time turn spencer's sort of residual poo into like a foamy algae like substance the soap i think did thank you for following me on all my randomness now you're in college subway station which felt like a sign like i was speaking to an angel oh that i'm supposed to go back to school no i, th- I took it as life's gonna be okay that you're at college station no, this interaction I had with this man. Oh, okay. Well. So I'm coming home from work and I get off the subway on the platform and everyone's waiting to go up the escalator to surface level. And there's a man and he has kind of an angelic face and he has an accent of some kind. And he has a walker and he has a boot on his foot. And he seems to be about in his 60s, maybe his 70s. And he's Only one boot? Just one foot had a boot on it. You didn't tell me that. Like a like when you sort of sprain your ankle, I mean. Oh, okay. He had a shoe on the other foot, <laughs> like a medical boot. And he stops me, and he asks me if I'll carry his walker up the escalator for him. And he, he goes, hey, big guy. And he stops me, and he's like, will you carry it, carry it up? And I say, okay, sure. And I do. And then I, uh, I go up the escalator, and he follows me behind me, and I sort of unfold his walker firm at the top level and give it back to him and he's sort of smiling at me looking like a weird angel and he he goes to shake my hand so I shake his hand and he goes you're a big strong guy and he pulls my hand towards his mouth and he kisses it and that was it that was so dramatic when you're talking about it I I could feel the sign that you felt in that moment yeah so i don't know if I, it was just a weird kind of guy or maybe a cultural difference like that's normal where he's from of kissing a hand as a, a thank you gesture or he was an angel sent to tell me that everything will be okay and that but we all and that we guy? all need help sometimes oh. and spencer has needed some help in these past few days and i need help sometimes and, and your mom needs help sometimes but maybe uh it's a, a positive thing that we have people that can help us that that is true that to both give help and receive help Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that kind of connects to what we're doing today. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think we talked about, too, that you wanted me to share my experience in the hospital 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, because you've just been in the hospital for a week. and we Is talked that right? About, yeah, we talked about it last week a bit, but something we haven't really discussed too much. Your first hospital stay when you were 15. Yes. So basically... 
I um, was in grade 10 and all of a sudden I couldn't stop shaking mm-hmm. randomly or it seemed random. Like when you were at home or yeah, in public like, as well? No, you, yeah, no, you know what? It was only ever at home mm-hmm. or at the hospital. Um, and I was just like, my mom thought I was having a seizure attack and it would happen like five times in the day at home. Mm-hmm. So we started going to the hospital and um, they said like I was having severe anxiety attacks. And I guess when I heard that, it made a bit of sense and then that wasn't enough I guess like I I still felt like I needed more help and the anxiety attacks turned into suicidal ideation where I would like run out into this uh into the street saying I was gonna hurt myself so you went back and forth from the hospital back to your mom's house yeah okay and um Basically, by that point, I was admitted to get some some more help. Um, da, 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 da. And it was kind of good there because there was structure, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, just even having to do your bed felt good. And, like, every day, like, there were courses on mindfulness or different techniques and... Mm-hmm. There was a time, like, by week two that I remember we'd be in the circle and it would be like, what's your mood at? And I was already like, I'm a six or a seven, like, in a positive way. Um, so I kind of bounced back pretty quickly after mm-hmm. week three. And, and and probably the reason I ended up there was just, like, the stress of school, mom... I never really dealt with, like, the feelings of the divorce and mm-hmm. death of Gregor, all these things. Like, I remember mom at that time, like, that's something she was saying. She was like, well, you just kept going. You always just kept going. Well, I guess at the time, your high school was a pretty competitive uh, musical theater program, right? And Yeah. And you're always getting sort of observed and rated and ranked and, like... Yeah. This was really strange to me when you told me that they had, like, a group of students that the teachers the referred to as elites who had special privileges. That sounds so crazy to me. I know. <laughs> so, like, that could be a portion of your anxiety, like, keeping that status, right? Yeah, I feel like I didn't do a good job explaining why I was at the hospital, but whatever. Same For mental health problems. Yeah, so. mental health problems. It's not, whatever. <laughs> so you were there for three weeks? I was there basically about three weeks, like... I had gone in and out, and then I had, like, a big stay. And that's when you... And then also I, I tried to move into a group home. You want to be emancipated from your parents, Yeah, right? and then... Why? We were were the... you feeling like you didn't like your mom, or, or... No, I thought I needed structure, and, and I thought I thought, I thought a group home with all the rules that could potentially happen would give me that. So you still liked your mom, but you thought you needed this structure of a group home. Yeah. yeah. And then we were on the final stages and the person really explained like, you know, what it could be like and mm-hmm. that maybe what I'm thinking, what I'm hoping for, it might not necessarily be like that. Like a lot of people don't really go because they're like, oh, this is a, this is where I want to be. 
it's not really something people no. choose to do. No. Yeah, unless they have no Yeah, and, and then I remember they were also saying, like, you'll need locks for your stuff. And I was like, my stuff could be stolen. <laughs> ah, no thanks. So you reversed the emancipation process? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Do you have any specific memories from being in the hospital as a 15-year-old? Um, a few. Like, you still talked to some of the other people that were there, right? Not N- not really. Not super close, but every... Now and then, right? Uh, I have two people on Instagram that mm-hmm. are from that time. I don't talk to them, no, but I, I know that we can see into each other's pee holes of life. <laughs> like you see, even your Instagram stories? Like you see that they viewed them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I remember uh, a book. The, uh, the book was a sequel to Clueless. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, enjoying reading that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Oh, well. That's oh, funny. like, there were, like, some fun romantic parts? Yeah. You know? And you're, like, a teenager in the middle of... Yeah. And then I also remember walking around in my room, getting really bored, mm-hmm. and, like, pacing around a lot. And then it was like, you need to take this to calm down. And I was like, they can stay in my room. <laughs> <laughs> There's a camera in the room? Yeah. Uh, um, there was a day we got to make candles. Yes. And no one wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. And I made the fattest candle ever. <laughs> like, I used all the wax. Everyone was supposed to use, like, eight of us. And yeah. I made this, like, just, like, uh, ear wax from Shrek's ear like giant red candle and only recently did it go out because i never really liked lighting it because i thought it was so special you've had it for 10 years yeah my wait. mom used it wait you've seen it wait this candle that you, yeah. you make the first time you go to the hospital you keep for 10 years and when it goes out you go back into the hospital uh, a year it was about a, one it was a year ago okay, yeah, a year okay ago. never mind never mind but um yeah, that's about it. I wish I, I kind of remember one of the nurses. He was nice, mm-hmm. but I, that's I remember the bed. I remember the room, our room. Mm-hmm. Um and like also uh some laminated positive words mm-hmm. as still exist on the fridge. I made affirmations. And you got out, and you did return to your musical theater high school for a bit, right? Yes. But then eventually decided to go to a couple other high schools to finish yes. your diploma. Yes. So even though I did find, like, I, I, I felt a lot better after leaving, it didn't necessarily last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing's lasted. I guess something like recently it's been like, well, what is the hospital doing exactly for you to go? Like, obviously, the community Medi- medication. Medication was the big one this time. But also, I think a break, you know? Or, yeah. Uh, or like even this one medication you're on that's not supposed to be something you take for longer than a few months, they described it as like it zaps you. Zaps you. And then maybe you can build from your post-zap. Yeah, and that's the thing I really need to figure out better is like, like today was a good example of, I felt that need of structure. Mm-hmm. I feel lost without it. I'm like, um, Eli, so what should I do? Should I do this, this, that? But I just am, because I can drop so easily down. Yeah, it was like your mother's internet went out 
this morning and she was calling and sort of she was getting pretty frustrated and she wanted you to come over to do it but even before that like I felt in the morning like I felt okay but I was kind of struggling with like what am I gonna do today how am I gonna do this I think the specific question you asked me was should I make a smoothie and then go jogging or should I go jogging and then make a smoothie (laughs) and you were like making me decide this for you the order of events the structure so something this week I definitely want to figure out is like what am I doing Mm -hmm. What am I going to, how am I going to use this zap? Yeah, just sort of get things, you know, life becomes easier once you get like your job back on track and your, I guess, near future goals back on track. (sighs) Do you miss singing? Me? Since you've left your musical theater high school after. Deeply. I dream about Wexford all the time. Friends that I had all the time. Would you like to sing a little song for us right now? Yes, please. Maybe a little theme song? Yeah. Okay, you can just press play on that. Baseline Eli's about to be tested and see Does he know that much about DBT? Wow, that was off the top of your head. That was really good. Oh, thank you. So, Eli, question one. What does DBT stand for? Uh, Dialectical behavior therapy. Ooh. Dialectical behavioral therapy. There we go. <laughs> I just cannot give it to you because you said behavior therapy. Well, I was wondering, is it dialectic behavior therapy or is it dialectical behavioral therapy? What is your answer, sir? Dialectical behavioral therapy. You got the point. It, should you explain what this is? It's usually it's something that's very often used to treat people. Borderline personality disorder. Yes. It's, um, well, I feel like as we go through it, like the first two questions that I can explain okay. a bit better okay so who created dbt uh that's marsha linehan linehan yes and who herself revealed had bpd has bpd yeah as a psychiatrist mm-hmm. which is was a big deal and eli i'll explain more about dbt after this question do you know what the four module modules in dbt are the four modules if you were to guess is one radical acceptance it fits into it, but uh, they're em- like emotional ro- dysregulation. Okay, so emotional regulation is a model. So the module. modules are things you want to work on. Yeah, like there are so many skills, mm-hmm. and they are placed into four different modules, and they're uh, around things that someone perhaps with borderline personality disorder or behavioral issues could struggle with. Okay, emotional regulation, self-image. That's a good guess because that is something... I wish that they had that, really. They don't have that much for that. Opposite action? Again, that's a distress tolerance skill. I'm going to tell you them, okay? Okay. So there's mindfulness, mm-hmm. emotional regulation, mm-hmm. interpersonal effectiveness, which okay. is something that I never work on. What is it? And distress tolerance. Interpersonal effectiveness is learning skills on how to be effective with people, basically, whether it's work-related, if you're having, like, a problem. There's all sorts of different ways that you could go about solving it that isn't yelling, screaming, crying. Mm -hmm. Um, So DBT is basically Marsha, what I read was Marsha Linehan, was working with a lot of patients mm-hmm. who 
had like intense emotions and this would cause them to be in a lot of emotional pain suicidal ideation again and just like basically having troubles regulating their own emotions and they they were classified as people who had BPD and she found that the module for cognitive behavioral therapy which is another form of therapy that people these people that she was working with weren't having success with they weren't doing the homework Mm -hmm. they didn't find that it worked and they needed something that was more immediate for in the moment because their emotions were so intense Mm -hmm. so she created DBT dialectical behavioral therapy and then has these four different modules of areas that people with BPD maybe just aren't very like they just didn't learn how to do so all these different ones like mindfulness has grounding exercises emotional regulation has you know like you mentioned opposite action which we'll talk about interpersonal effectiveness has dear man which is an acronym for a a way to get what you need and want Mm -hmm. and then there's distress tolerance which is when you're basically in a crisis or you feel like you're in a crisis and all you got to do is survive it and not make it worse because that's Mm -hmm. one of the things is we make it worse and just wait yeah sit with the negative emotion yes okay so right now you have two right okay eli next question what is wise mind wise mind is the the combination of your emotional response and your rational skill-based mind yeah that's a really good answer it's emotional mind rational mind which so the uh, rational mind is the logical Mm -hmm. side of your brain or you know in a picture the pretend it's the logical side and the emotional mind is all based around feelings and we want the middle path which is when we put the two together to find the answer which is wise mind and it lets us kind of view the whole picture yeah and i think some like obviously like if we listened to every emotion we had that wouldn't be right but just being rational all the time kind of I guess the word is invalidates like yeah obviously if you're super rational nothing would ever make you sad you know like your mom dying wouldn't make you sad because you know the rational is like well everyone has to die but you know acknowledging the power and the effect that emotions do have on on ourselves you know is and but also being rational about it yeah (laughs) yeah emotional mind is a is very much so like you said validating the emotion the Mm -hmm. feeling that's popping up Mm -hmm. nice job What is willingness in DBT? Willingness. Like the willingness to actually put into practice the skills you learn? Yeah, okay, I'll give that to you. It's when you allow the world to be what it is and participate. Okay. Um, but, But also you're willing to practice the skills is true. Willfulness is when it's like nothing is gonna work. Mm-hmm. This isn't true. Um, so willingness is like radical acceptance. These are all just like DBT mm-hmm. kind of phrases and words, but yeah, it's definitely like being open to try to, yeah, to try things out a little differently and 
like one of the big things that I've been realizing is like every day I worry about the same things Mm -hmm. and I'm like trying to be like it's not perfect but instead of like diving so deep into the worry just being like you did that yesterday you did that you're probably gonna do it tomorrow we don't have to go so far into this Mm -hmm. like like just like you know (laughs) um okay so yeah you got that one so that is three of the four what is opposite action i know you know what it is but i also want you to give some examples um so when you feel a strong emotion to sort of lessen that emotion is to try to do something the opposite of it so if you feel like okay that's a good answer but it's also our emotions uh they mentally and emotionally when we feel them, they have physical responses, okay? So one of the ways to try to confuse our brain or make us not experience that emotion so much is to change up that physical response. Yeah, there's a feedback loop between the body and the emotion. So, like, sadness makes you lethargic and you lie down and, like, not doing anything that, like, being low energy makes you feel sad. Or, like, when you're angry, like you start like you know getting like more energetic and that feeds the body's reaction feeds back into the emotion and they kind of like it heightens itself so yeah if you're angry try to do something slow sit down take a shower yeah take a step back take a deep breath if you're sad you know do something like do some exercise or jump in place you know do the opposite something instead of like the lethargy of feeling sad like do dance around you know get get your blood flow going Yeah, and for anxiety, one of the ones that you mentioned to me is, like, when you're anxious, you want to make everything go away. You want to pull away from things, Mm -hmm. but it's actually the opposite of pulling away is to embrace, is to move into it. Yeah. So, yeah, you got that one, right? Yeah, like, for you, you, I think you've been feeling very depressed and anxious, and, like, you've been struggling with sort of wanting to hide, wanting everything to go away. Yes. And just feeling so anxious about everything that it's, like, easier just to hide. But then that increases the anxiety in the long run because then you lose your job. You lose opportunities. But yeah. then if you just go into the anxiety and just let it let it coexist with you and then over, like, the long run, your anxiety will go down that you've kept your job. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. See, this is another reason I'm with Eli because he does – he's really good at – talking me into I would say like that wise mind place or like you know you really do understand this stuff yeah but I have my own behaviors that I I struggle with and that I like but rationally I know are bad for me but I still keep struggling with not doing you know you're a teacher to me and (laughs) somewhere out there there'll be a teacher to you (laughs) you are Spencer okay Oh, uh, what is the five, four, three, two, one grounding exercise? Uh, you go five, take five seconds and stop. Then you go four, a one, two, three, four, let's dance. Then you go three, um, the father, the son, and the Holy ghost, the Holy Trinity. Remember that Jesus Christ is our one Lord and savior. And then two, buckle your shoe and one, don't forget to have fun with it. Wow. That was great. Was that accurate? No, but I loved it. Oh, sorry. Don't be sorry. What do you mean? Why are you sorry? 
uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a grounding exercise is to like get us in the moment, mm. kind of like also distract from the thoughts that you're having, like a break from the loop. Mm-hmm. So it's five things we can see that you would point out from wherever you are, count them, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear. Mm-hmm. That's I like that when you like take a moment to really like listen and you're like, huh, there's a slight ringing noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things that you can smell and one thing you can taste. But again, I loved when it, the third Holy Spirit sun goes. That was very different than what I said. One thing you can taste. Mm-hmm. Do you have to actually taste it? Or can yeah. you just imagine tasting it? You gotta grab something to taste. What if you're in a big pile of dirt? Um, sometimes I find my spit has a taste. Okay. Um, why is contributing and helping someone else a useful skill? Contributing... Um, why do you think as someone who has like BPD why could it be helpful when you like help someone else uh, to show that everyone has struggles Mm. I don't know what what is it because I'm so focused on myself all the time Mm -hmm. that again it's another way to actually distract from my own thinking and thought pattern. Yeah, and you're like a very naturally helpful person. Like you'll help strangers. I with a kid that I didn't know, but that doesn't yesterday. sound right. But I helped His him. His parents were there. <laughs> I helped him get a tennis ball from the cold water. That he kept throwing in Lake Ontario. Yeah. yeah. That felt nice. But I've seen you snap out of things when something... Sometimes you've been depressed or, or anxious, and then but somebody else needs help, and you snap out of it, and you're just like, uh, you'd be great in a war or something. <laughs> so maybe you should sign up for the military. Mom said that too, but like when I order food, she's like, "See, you sounded normal <laughs> when you ordered that pepperoni pizza." And I'm like, Ooh. "Hi, yes, I'd like a." <laughs> oh, can you please add chili flakes? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, everybody has an ability to mask, which is yeah. necessary, I think, even on well, a day-to-day okay, so basis. Well, okay, so the point of this isn't masking. It's just to, like, take a break <laughs> from your own woes okay. and realize, like, that you are helpful, that you can, you know, contribute and stuff. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, so these are the final questions. In DBT, there are a lot of acronyms. Um, so Eli, I want you to do your best. It doesn't have to be perfect. Even if you just get like two of these, I'm pretty happy. The acronym is PLEASE and it's associated with maintaining a healthy body, healthy mind. Okay, so it's six, um, six Yeah, words. to help you have li- like healthy emotions. Okay, uh, P is for panic, not. Uh, L is for love yourself. E. Oh my gosh, there's no L in this. There's no L? They just... <laughs> okay. They try to make something else and... It's an I, that's not an L. It's P's? Okay. It's P's, yeah. Okay, I is for identify the source of your emotion. I shouldn't have said that I think. P is for physical illness. Get proper treatment if you're sick or injured. Oh, is this to feel better? Yeah. Uh. This is like... It's like... Things that we need to do to take care of our body to keep us and well. And this is in DBT? Yeah. Okay, I. 
There's no I. It's just physical illness, then it goes to E. Oh, eyes for illness. Is it called please? Yes. Please. Just think of it as peas. <laughs> e. Eliminate all toxins from your body. A. Um, answer the phone when oh, worried relatives call. Uh, S? Yeah. Stop panicking. And E. Excel at all tasks. Oh, I thought you were going to add that one. What are they? <laughs> P, physical illness, get proper treatment if you're sick or injured. E, P's, eating. Eat a healthy, balanced yes. diet to keep your mood. Yes, there's so many things that affect our mood that we don't, we just ignore. And you do too. You, sometimes you don't eat or you don't sleep. Or... There we go. A is avoid mood altering drugs. Stay away from non-prescribed medication and drugs. S is sleep. Get the right amount of sleep, not too much or too little. Exercise is E. E is exercise. Uh, so I'm not going to give you that point. That's okay. It's okay. Um, and I have just another acronym. Two acronyms. One that I just really want to tell you, and then the final one, I'll let you guess. Because I was telling it to you on the street. Tip is a distress tolerance skill. So again, reminder, distress tolerance is when we're in a crisis or we feel like we're in a crisis and we just want to not make things worse. So T stands for temperature. So you could have like, grab some ice, put it on your back of your neck mm -hmm. to kind of calm you down or snap you out of it, have a shower, cold or hot. Um, I is intense exercise, mm -hmm. change, up, change up those feelings. P is paced breathing, and the other P is paired muscle relaxation. Have you ever done that? It's where you like tense up your body as mm -hmm. much as you can, every part, and then relax it. Tense, relax, tense, relax. So that's the tip. Yeah, I guess one of the main lessons of all this is that there's a very deep connection between our physical reactions and our emotional reactions. Yeah. And it's as simple as like, you know, like a big one for you is like take a shower. And sometimes when you're so distressed, you just you're like that's stupid. I don't want to. And then, and then you just force yourself to do it. And then it's like okay, that does provide some relief. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the final acronym is stop. Stop. And this is for when you're feeling distressed. This is a really good acronym because it makes sense. Like the mm -hmm. word is stop. Okay. Stop. Is the first S for stop? Yeah. Okay. S stop what you're doing. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Wait. T. Oh, T. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop what you're doing. Then T is for talk it out. O is for overreact on purpose. And P is for procreate. Make a new human life. <laughs> So that you're distracted by your own problems. Oh. No, no, you'd be distracted by their problems because remember yeah. you're true, 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 true. You're um, participating or contributing. What does stop stand for? You got the S right. Stop what you're doing. Mm -hmm. T, we're not at talk it out yet. It's take a step back. Take a step back. Zoom out. Zoom out. In other words, take a step back. Mm -hmm. O is observe. So you can observe what, you know, oh, am I sweaty? Am I breathing intensely? Observe. And then P is proceed with caution. So at that point, 
hopefully this break, this stop moment has allowed you to, again, the big thing about DBT is we don't want to make things, we don't want to make things worse. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this stop moment of like, and literally like, it's like physically stop yourself. It's just like, like whatever is going on, just like stop, stay still, take a step back, like take a moment. I think in my own experience with you is, you know, things go bad on a day and your reaction is so intense and then you start feeling like it's all over, yeah. you know, and you it, it feels like nothing can be done to fix it. And it's like as bad as this day has been, it's all like I always like you can stop in that moment and come back you and can not, always come back. You don't have to make it worse. Like you, you can stop. And you can, if you did something that you want to apologize for, you can, or, yeah. or if you feel upset yourself about something, you can just stop and you don't come back. Yeah. I mean, these, there are so many skills and I'm actually right now still not a hundred OP with it, but I have like someone I'm seeing to. What's a hundred OP? I was going to say a hundred percent. I don't know why I said a hundred hundred P hundo P hundo P. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to say. One O. What the? Uh, that's going over these skills with me. Mm-hmm. Um, they are good. Not necessarily the easiest to use when you haven't used them in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so your homework or your... My test? Your test, final test? Your final test is I want you to come up with an acronym mm-hmm. that applies to my struggles and that I could use. Okay. And that's it. Great. What's my mark right now? Your mark, you're at a four... Out of, out of nine. So at 44%? Yes. I'm failing. Failing, but you could pass. Do you have stakes? Stakes are if you lose, you have to help me come up with a structure for of, your life. For this week. This week, okay. And. But then eventually you have to start structuring your own life. Yeah. Okay. If I pass, if you pass, mm-hmm. we focus on a uh, new resume for you sooner you'll help me, rather you'll than help later. You'll make a better sooner resume so I can get a better than, job. Sooner rather than later. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, so thank you and we'll see you very soon. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're freaking back, baby. So much energy, Spencer. What happened? Um... I was trying to be like, the entire show is back to its heyday. It's heyday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. What is that? Your foot. foot. Touching you. Sorry. Yeah, get it out of here. Okay. It's gonna... One rule. Never touch me with a toe. <laughs> Your toe. Hate those toes. All right. All right. Yeah, I haven't grown toes. Terrible toes. I haven't grown toenails. I'm sorry. No, I don't mind. I was... Just trying to be funny. Anyways. (laughs) 
you know me, just trying to be funny. Do you want to hear <laughs> Yes, I do. Sorry. Okay, this is called the Scruffy Method. <gasps> named after your <gasps> named for your beloved <gasps> your beloved childhood oh, stuffed oh, dog named Scruffy. You got a good name down. Oh my gosh, I love Scruffy. Scruffy's a stuffed animal dog. I love Scruffy. Okay, S is for slap some sense into yourself, but in a nice way. Huh, okay. Does it mean, do I do a like, actual slap, or, like, uh, or you just, you just want me to be like, slap some sense into yourself, like. Just like, these feelings are hard, but they're not necessarily true or something. Okay, so is slap some sense into yourself also wise mind, would yes. you say? Is a different way of yes. wise minding it? Okay. Yeah, so that's when the emotion is really strong. So you got to slap a bit of rational mind in there to form wise mind. Ah. But don't actually hit yourself. Okay. Uh, C is for catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Huh? And this symbolizes that we cannot control the future. We cannot control uh, what's going to happen. We cannot control the universe. Good things will happen. Bad things will happen. Mm-mm. We need to accept that. No. And worrying about everything no. isn't going to it's protect nice you message, from... It's a message, but to catch a freaking falling star, to me, mm-hmm. is catching the future and being like, I'm holding on to it. I don't see how that one applies. Okay, so I'm t- one, for, one for two. R is for raise your voice in your mind. Okay, um, we're going to some self-talk. Yes. Okay, that's good. So when you're having persistent negative thoughts. Okay. Like, I'm the worst. Yeah. Uh, life needs to be over. Like, I can't handle this. You raise your voice. Yeah. And you say, no, hold on a second. Okay, I'm going to change your C to clamp. Clamp. And that's to do some, like, physical, like, tense, tensing release. Mm-hmm. Tensing release. Okay, clamp. Yeah. Okay, U is for umbrella. Hmm. Uh, you have, you you. It's okay sometimes if you're having a hard day, to rest and just put an umbrella over your head and protect yourself. Oh, that's sweet. Like not every day has to be an, oh, an endless. Oh, you should have seen how cute Eli looked when he pretended to hold an umbrella up and closed his little eyes. Not every day has to be a relentless progression towards some future goal. You're allowed to sometimes just take a day for yourself. And be under a nice beach umbrella. Oh, okay, so there's no rain. Well, there could, could be. be. Okay. F. Mm-hmm. It's for fight the negative thoughts. Okay, that one's really good, Eli. The second F is for fare thee well, negative thoughts. Like, say goodbye to them. Like, no, like, so sometimes you don't oh. need you don't need to fight them. You can just acknowledge it, like, okay, that's a negative thought. Oh, okay. Fare thee well, I'm letting you go. Okay. I'm sure you'll come back another time, but right now... See ya. Okay. I don't need to engage with you right now. Okay. And why? You are a good person. And the overall scruffy thing is when you are a little scruffy, sometimes it can feel good. Just shower, brush your hair, brush your teeth. Whoa. Oh my God. A double meaning. And also because I wanted to talk about your recent obsession since you got out of the hospital with wanting to get a dog or a cat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, and we actually went to the Humane Society yesterday mm-hmm. to look at them. But I, I think this My is Malay baby. wasn't there. <gasps> uh, there was a dog named Malay on the website that Spencer really liked. But I think Spencer 
it, this is a too big of a decision right now. In our apartment's too small to get a dog or even a cat. Move. <laughs> <laughs> so what's my grade? You're great. Okay, I really was amazed by that ending where you also added in the um please mm-hmm. <laughs> skill, like that double meaning of like scruffy also could be like if you're being a little scruffy, like brush your hair, brush your teeth, like that really blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the first one again? S is slap some sense into slap yourself, some but sense in a nice into way. Yourself. Yeah, I I found like that I liked some of the more literal ones, mm-hmm. um, like are raise, raise your voice, raise in your, your voice in your mind. Like some of those, I found a little. I would find them a little easier to remember. Mm-hmm. Umbrella was sweet. The C was too much for me, but mm-hmm. we came up with clamp. I'm very well. You came up with clamp. I came up with clamp. I'm really impressed with your acronym. I'm going to give it an eight. Out of ten. Eight out of ten. That was really. It was really impressive. I don't know how you did it. So you, I passed with a sixty-two percent. Yeah, and you just. You just found one that was so me and also so you. A lot of the things that you're telling me, I want to write it up and put it on the fridge so I can actually use it. So you're going to help me with my resume this weekend so yes. I can try and get a better job. Absolutely. And you're going to structure your own life. Uh, Maybe a lot of you will. I'll have a little help. <laughs> okay. Maybe I can ask my mom. <laughs> okay. But I like your right. perspective. That's good. Um, but yeah, th- th- thank you so much, Eli. Thank you, Spencer. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye for now. Use the Scruffy Method in your own life. Use the Scruffy Method, and hey, you can even make your own acronyms, apparently. That's cool. Sweet. Sweet. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.